Hi guys, thank you so much for being here and listening to the My IBS Life podcast. I just wanted to say two really quick things before we get into today's episode. The first one is that I mentioned early on in the episode that you can actually watch this episode up on the My IBS Life YouTube channel, but unfortunately the video completely failed and I was not able to put it on my YouTube channel. So this is an audio only podcast for today. Um, I'm hoping the next episode I can get on my YouTube channel and you guys can actually watch us talk through it. The second thing I want to say is that obviously today's topic is emetophobia, which is the very real um, paralyzing irrational phobia of throwing up or watching other people vomit. It is personally a phobia that I struggle a lot with, especially in relation to my IBS, which you guys will hear if you listen to today's podcast. But also I want to point out that it's not a joke. During this episode, I do try to bring a lightness to it and I do laugh through it. Um, But again, it's just another way of me coping with my issues and just trying to laugh off the pain for a little bit. I also just want to give a trigger warning um, because we do talk about throwing up, obviously. Um, Nothing too graphic. I never went into like a graphic time of when I got sick or saw someone else get sick, but we obviously do talk about vomiting and other people vomiting and my triggers and stuff like that. So I completely understand if you are unable to listen to this podcast because of that, but I also do want to say that I really did try to bring a lightness and humor to it so that even if you do suffer from emetophobia yourself, hopefully you're able to listen to this and laugh along with us. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm going to stop rambling. I hope you enjoy this episode and I'll see you guys later. Bye. Hello and welcome back to the My IBS Life podcast. I'm not going to lie, I'm really friggin' frustrated right now. Friggin'. Friggin'. I'm really trying not to curse anymore uh, or as much. It's, it's like I curse a lot. And it's like just like vocabulary at this point. And it's filler words. It's stupid. It makes me seem even more like I'm 12. I'm like kind of over it. Anyway, I'm frustrated. We just like introed the whole podcast for like a good three minutes and it was like going well and then my cat knocked over the ring light and then the ring light broke and now i'm frustrated because i just waited months and months to get that ring light from my parents house and now it's broken (laughs) first time first time first time out the freaking box you get like five minutes usage out of it anyway so i'm a little i'm a little down but i'll get i'll get back up I'm so mad. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) For those of you tuning in, thank you for being here, whether you're just listening to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Anchor, or now you can actually watch the podcast, the My IBS Life podcast, on the My IBS Life YouTube channel. So if you're here on the YouTube channel, hi, thank you for being here. You can actually see our faces now. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, Um, but here we are. This is us, baby. Can you upload these to TikTok? You can only have a minute long video to TikTok. If there was like a, a <laughs> clip, a minute clip minutes. of it that's good enough, TikToks. then maybe. But Jay wants me to get like TikTok famous and like it's not happening. 
She almost got TikTok famous. I had one TikTok <laughs> that now has 70,000 views, which is like... I only have curse words that want to come out right now. <laughs> it's garbage. It's like nothing, you know? Yeah. Like, that's, that's like, oh, cool. Like, one of my TikToks kind of got some attention, but like... My TikTok got 22 views. Yeah, and you didn't use any hashtags. You have two followers. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my TikTok. Yeah, look at Follow you. me on TikTok. Anyway, for those well, of you who followers. might be a first-time <laughs> listener or a returning uh, listener who might have just forgotten, my name is Christine. I am the creator of the My IBS Live Instagram page, and you are? Jay. Uh, I'm Christine's boyfriend. Yeah, and so... Kind of the premise of this podcast, kind of, is that I'm the one that's had IBS for like 13 years now, and Jay um, is perfectly healthy, no gut issues. No, we were talking about how he had allergies. allergies before. Yeah, Jay has allergies. That's like the extent of his medical. Yeah, I could, I could tell Woes. him. I could tell him. I could okay, tell go. Him. Take the floor. Be my guest. I have allergies. I take Benadryl. Christine introduced me to Benadryl. It's pretty good. I like Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Benadryl. This is why I talk. <laughs> no. Well, the camera's shaking from me. Oh, you're right. Oh Sorry God. if you're watching. We're still figuring things out. Um, but yeah, Benadryl. Love Benadryl. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Knocks my amazing ass stuff. out when I'm anxious, when I have stomach aches. It's really the only reason why I take it. I kind of have allergies, but not really. Anyway, we are going to talk about stomach issues, I promise. Um, that's the, the premise of this podcast. Yeah, the, the whole premise was uh, to talk about um, think, like why why food gives you anxiety and like specifically how you think you're poisoned from no food. yeah okay that's that's what i want to talk about today because i feel like this is and like it's funny and i'm gonna make it funny but it's also a very se- like serious problem i'm having like it's actually very real um yeah it's every day okay so basically i have emetophobia and if, if you've been following me for a while and you've been listening to the podcast you probably know that um, but in case you don't know, emetophobia is like the crippling, debilitating fear of throwing up like yourself or seeing other people throw up. Um, I have emetophobia. Thank you. I've, <laughs> I've always had, there's another one coming. Oh my God. Okay. Um, I've always had emetophobia. What? Ow, stop it. <laughs> um, I've always had emetophobia. I don't know why I have emetophobia. Usually people get it once they've gone through like a traumatic experience. Like they had really crazy food poisoning and couldn't stop getting sick for like days or like, I don't know, something along those lines. Um, I don't know. I've just always been afraid of it. It's literally my worst nightmare. I'd rather, li- I, I don't say this lightly. I would rather die than throw up most of the time, which is... Well, it's confusing because you never, like, you never throw up. Don't ever say that again. And you never really see you, vomit. You just jinxed 
my whole life. I'm knocking on wood right now so you can't You're see. You're destroying the microphone. Okay, I'm sorry to my audio. Here's some ASMR <laughs> of me knocking on wood. Um, don't you ever dare say that to me ever again. I've had a good streak, but that time is probably running out. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've actually vomited since 2007, which is ironically so, the year I was diagnosed. This is a sad question. So, the cats have thrown up before. Yeah. Is cat throw up the same as human throw up? Not really. For some reason, I I it triggers me still. Like, if I hear them getting sick, I get very anxious. Mm -hmm. But I am able to clean it up. Mm -hmm. And I also think I feel. Like, it's almost an emotional thing for the cats, too, because, like, they're little kitties, you know? Like, they don't... It's not real throw up or something? It's like, I feel, it's more like it's my child, and I feel bad for it, and, like, I have to, I have to take care of my child. I don't know. But, like, if you were to throw up, like, if, if you were just to throw up because, like, you drank too much or, like, something stupid, I'd be pissed. Like, I'd be actually pissed off. If you were like like getting sick because you actually were like really really ill i can't promise i would be able to clean it up but i would like i would like suck it up to get you to the hospital or something like if you were puking in my car it would be really hard but like i i would get you what you need you know what i mean or call someone <laughs> or something um but that's like a really big part of emetophobia is like I don't know how I'm gonna have kids like not only because pregnancy is gonna kind of like you know a lot of people get morning sickness with pregnancy and get sick a lot so I'm hoping I'm just one of those people that doesn't get sick with it although I feel like I'm gonna actually die during pregnancy I think pregnancy is going to kill me um but also like once you have kids they're just like puking machines it is like a little spit up, right? It's I'm hoping, like, yeah. It's like chunks. Like do, oh, God. The chunk, do the chunks Trigger make Trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> you know what um, it? Yeah, I don't know. Like, like human barf is just so disgusting. Like, it's just... I, I don't... I honestly don't even understand my emetophobia because, like... When I think about it, especially when I'm thinking of me getting sick... It's not even like, oh, it's just so disgusting. It's just scary. And to me, for me personally, I think my emetophobia is like not being, like it's more of a fear of not being in control. Like, it's like, okay. Wait, so you're not like afraid of how it looks or how it feels? Or no, I am. I think it's at, like, I, I, I am afraid of all of that. Like, to look at vomit is like disgusting like absolutely triggering as fuck like honestly the worst parts for me are the sounds of it and the smell sight is still very bad but like i think i can handle that more than like hearing it and smelling it mm -hmm. um the smell is the worst that fucking yeah, that's bad. that's the end but, of it for me like uh, so so is it also because like like when i hear or, or like see or smell throw up like it kind of like it's like almost contagious like somebody's like like you know like oh god and then, you know like also makes me want to throw up yeah well Is that's that part of it too that's another reason why it's triggering because it's like i don't it's like hard because okay a little bit of a tangent 
but I, I swear it's like kind of related and remind me what we were talking about because I'm definitely going to get lost in this tangent um well, so you're asking me if it triggers me to want to throw up if I see someone else throwing up okay so when I'm sober I cannot handle vomit when I'm drunk I can handle vomit I don't know what it is <laughs> I don't know what it is like I think if you were to be sick, I would literally have to get drunk to take care of you. Uh -huh. I don't know why. Like, I've, I've, I've been sober and had to take care of drunk friends, and I can't do it. Like, I have to get someone else involved to help them once they start getting sick. But, like, I've been drunk, and I've seen someone, like, puke on my friend's shoes, and I've been like, ha, 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 bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's funny. Or, like, my roommate right. was, like, throwing up once because she was so drunk and I was drunk and I was like checking on her yeah. and like giving her a trash can and stuff like sober I can't do it anyway well it like dulls those feelings I feel kind like, of you know I feel like it would cal it would calm at least to some extent like I get like silly nerves. when I'm drunk usually so it's kind of more just like yeah it's just like nothing matters it's yeah like, kind of whatever and then like when and then like when it's me too like when i'm sober like throwing up's not an option like i it's not happening unless i literally can't control it um when i'm drunk i i will never opt to get sick but i'm less afraid i'm like oh i'm drunk i might throw up mm -hmm. right you know yeah anyway things, what things we're, we were talking about anxiety food poisoning no remember i said this is going to relate to and i'm going to get lost in my side tangent what did you originally ask me i was asking you if throw up is contagious oh yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> i told you i was going to get lost um yeah i don't know that was supposed to connect and i can't remember why it was going to connect so uh no, I have no idea. Anyway, um, that is part of the reason. <laughs> that is part of the reason it's triggering. But I don't know if it's like... Oh, you know what? Okay, I kind of remember. So, like, when I'm drunk and I see someone throw up, it's, it doesn't make me want to throw up. Okay. Unless it's, like, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, projectile. Like, not, like... One time I saw my, my friend... We were drinking this drink called a Blue Guys at the University of Illinois. It's just like, I don't even really know what it is. I'm pretty sure it's like Blue Gatorade or Powerade with like vodka and some other stuff. It's really good. My friend drank too many and he ran outside and I went to go run outside after him to make sure he was okay. And he just blew. Blew all over the street. That was triggering. And I was pretty fucked up and that was still triggering. But usually when I'm drunk, I'm like, eh. Like, whatever, okay. Um, but when I'm sober, yeah, like, like, I don't know if I then start to feel like I'm going to throw up because I just have extreme panic and anxiety or because watching someone throw up is making me want to throw up. I think it's more like anxiety. Like, the anxiety attack makes me want to get sick almost. Yeah, it makes sense. At least for why uh, drinking would like help calm it or, yeah. or help reduce. Yeah. The um, but with my emetophobia, that like, and I, I'm talking about like I have like a fucking, sorry, damn it. Just <laughs> roll have, with it. I'm trying not to curse. Um, 
but with like my emetophobia like it's extreme like it's it controls my life like it is never not on my mind if you ever ask me what are you thinking about i'm th i'm thinking about puking I'm dead ass. It, but I don't know. No, I'm dead ass. I'm I'm always know, thinking like. No, because it doesn't come out like that though. No, it's not like that. But it, it's always it's something not, related. It's not. I'm thinking about puking. It's my tummy hurts, and then you don't tell me. But if my tummy hurts, I'm thinking that I might be puking soon later. You know, it's like a. It's like maybe the real cause for your concern. Uh, but the tummy ache is what's like, you know, it's, it's the thing that's like, uh, the thing that you can tell me, but then you don't tell me that, oh, my well, tummy yeah. is making me scared and that's making it, you know. Well, that's because like, I literally sound like a crazy person. Um, I was making sure that light was on, sorry. I don't know why. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the room seemed dark. I don't know. Um. No, but yeah, because if every... Like, no, I feel like I do tell you most times. I'm like, I'm going to puke. I'm going to throw up. And you're just like, yeah. Yeah, you do tell me that a lot, but I honestly... Because that's where my mind is at. I'm like, oh, I might actually throw up this time. Even though chances are low, like really low. I've never... This, but this is my thing. Serious. This is my thing. Like, it's like a ticking time bomb now. It's like, I haven't actually gotten sick since 2007. 2006. I think I had a stomach virus in 2006. I only like threw up twice, but that was like the last time I actually threw up. That's a long time ago. That's like 14 years ago. Like I'm way overdue. Where are you just never gonna throw up again? That would be like my utopia. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not reality. I think it is. And then, like, and you then, like, like every day. I don't know how I slid by. Last year, I got, like, a stomach virus from hell. But I fucking glossed by without getting, like, like without vomiting. I don't know how I was lucky enough to get a stomach virus that didn't include vomiting, but. Thank you. Like, thank you, Jesus. I don't know. But anyway. With my emetophobia comes extreme fear of food, especially like foods that like are obvious to cause like foodborne illness, like undercooked chicken. Oh my god, chicken! No, chicken. <laughs> Let's talk about chicken <laughs> today. Christine was worried chicken was gonna uh, upset her stomach. So yes, yesterday did we have chicken? Yeah. Were you worried that it is? Did we have chicken? Yeah, we did. We right? did, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I did made I it. Did I cook it? I made no, it. No, you cooked it. Yeah. Oh my god, actually, you know what? That was like the first time you were not losing your mind, and it wasn't like disgustingly dried out. <laughs> you know? Like, that was one of the first times you were I, like, I am very uncomfortable with cooking chicken because I, I literally get like, like crazy with chicken, like cooking chicken. Um, because I feel like raw chicken is now all over me. It's all over everything. And then I never want to touch anything. And then I feel like the minute I've touched something, it's now dirty. And then I have to like, I keep changing out the forks. I use like 500 forks while I cook chicken. Cause I don't ever want to use the same one. Cause I'm afraid it's going to make me sick or something. And then like, and then I way overcooked the chicken. Cause I'm like, well, if it's like charred, 
like there's no way it's undercooked like it'll be so dry like so disgusting but i'm like this is amazing like i'm not gonna get sick from this if there's any juice in it i don't want it mm. only when i cook it for some reason i have way too much trust in other people to cook my chicken <laughs> and like yeah but anyway yeah well yeah you know what yesterday when i cooked chicken i was drinking like wine and i got a little tipsy and, and all cares went out the window yeah. I'm dead ass. Alcohol just does things to me. Well, it makes you careless. Like, like yeah. Like, it suppresses my anxiety. That's really bad. I yeah, I was just thinking, I shouldn't I was like, pick up oh, on no. that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I'm kind of afraid of alcohol. Like, in my sober mind, I can be afraid of alcohol because I'm like, if I drink too much, alcohol could make me sick. Mm-hmm. But once I start drinking, I'm like, eh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was just thinking, like, anxiety reducers. I was like, oh. I mean, listen. Xanax, here we come. If I, have to drink, Xanax. <laughs> if I have to drink a glass of wine, because I literally get, like, <laughs> fucked up off one glass of wine now, which is another topic for another day, um, to get by sometimes, like, you just got to do it. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, something like that. But, anyway, so, yeah, like, chicken, eggs... I'm really bad with eggs still. Yeah. I've been I've been getting better with eggs, but like every time I cook eggs, like I get very anxious that they're gonna make me sick. Mm-hmm. Like I trust you to cook me eggs, but I don't trust like I it's like I don't trust myself, which is stupid because I know I'm probably I'm most likely going to prepare it safely for myself. You know what I mean? And, like, like, I've eaten enough of your food, like, way more than enough of your food, and I've never gotten sick, so I trust you to make my stuff. Mm -hmm. And, obviously, my mom. Like, my mom could do no wrong. Like, she Mm -hmm. could actually poison me, though. She's been cooking for you your whole life. Yeah. 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 But, what else am I afraid of? I don't know, but it just reminded me of how dry that pork was at first. (laughs) But the thing is, actually, pork, I'm not afraid of pork. (laughs) like my like my mom always told me like you don't have to worry about pork which like you do like you need to cook your pork but like like pork can be like pink like if chicken is even the slightest bit pink i'm like get that shit away from me yeah like i don't even want to look at it like it could just be like a little off color because there was like a vein or something yeah and i'll be like no that shit was undercooked and now i'm poisoned and i'm gonna be getting sick all night Mm -hmm. and that's all i know um, do, do a lot of your followers talk about, like, the... Emetophobia? Well, like, I don't know, just, like, chicken and, like, um, undercooked or food poisoning. I is mean, it, I is haven't... Is it a common thing, or is that more of you? I haven't really... So, it's more of, like, an emetophobia talk in general. And, like, I know there are a good good amount of my followers that also have emetophobia. And mm-hmm. I just remember a few conversations with some of them that are, like... I will never let other people prepare my chicken. Like, like there are some people that are like, I have to do it. Just because they're afraid of getting food poisoning? Yeah. Up. Well, some people, that's why they have a metaphobia. Like, they did get food poisoning from something that oh. someone else made. Oh, yeah, you were saying that. that and yeah. now they're afraid of that experience happening. It's trauma. Like, the brain remembers trauma. So then when you go to eat something again, like, you're afraid that's going to now make you sick again. Mm-hmm. Um... 
so yeah, there are there are definitely other people that like are afraid of like certain foods or if they get food from a restaurant mm-hmm. if it's gonna make them sick or something cool, like eh? that. Yeah. And that's enough like yeah, like give me a fucking fruit, I'm afraid of it. What? I'm like, what is on that? Fruit? Fruit. What did we just have like not long ago? Oh pears? Was it when we had pears? Like cut into a pear or something and it was like the potato? No, the potatoes don't even get me started. <laughs> Let me talk about that. No, potatoes are like... I thought they were safe my whole life. It's like, what could a potato do? Potatoes can go bad. Potatoes are safe. No, I've never had any better I don't know. potatoes. I don't know. Maybe because it's just like... Honestly, I, I never really cooked that much in my life. Like, I was very blessed to have a mom that would cook all of my meals for me. And then I went to college. But even then, like, I... I didn't cook that much. I did cook, but not that much. Um, and then I moved back in with my parents, and now I live with you. And like, honestly, you cook a lot of myself, but <laughs> I'm trying. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. <laughs> I hate cooking. I don't know. I don't like food, so why would I like cooking? Anyway, um, where was I going? You're talking potatoes. about a potato. Um, so I'm trying to get more into cooking, whatever. I always thought potatoes were safe. But so like obvious signs of potato going bad, right? Sprouting, going mushy, smelling weird, having a bitter taste are like the four like main things of a potato going bad. Did you say softness? Yeah, like mushy. Yeah. Mushy, okay. Um last weekend I cooked a potato in the microwave because I'm lazy. I put it in the microwave for five minutes. You know, I tossed it over in the middle, whatever. Don't come at me for how I make my potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> a microwave? What? I was making a baked potato. I stabbed it with the a fork a few times. Make, make the um, and then I took it out. And these were potatoes we've kind of had for like a few weeks. I took it out. I cut it open. And the, the like edges of the potato, when I opened it, were like very like like brown and spotty and like it was probably fine but I was like I'm like I don't take chances with my stomach issues I already have I don't take any fucking chances if something even slightly looks wrong to me like to a fault I will throw it out um which isn't good either I need to stop like wasting as much stuff but anyway I saw the potato I was like you know what it's probably fine I bet a normal stomach could digest this if Jay was here he would eat it because Jay was away for the day um but I'm not gonna test it so I threw it out but then I grabbed a newer potato and I put it on the same plate I cooked the old potato and you know I put it in the microwave and whatever same plate same plate key detail same plate (laughs) had remnants of the other potato left on it (laughs) Some juices, some skin. Potato juice. Old potato now with new potato. <laughs> and I ate it. It was fine. It tasted good. Whatever. Like two hours later, deathly ill. Not throwing up, but I had like an IBSD attack, and it could have been from something else, but I don't know. I all I had that day really was like. A bagel and a potato. I was like, what the fuck could have triggered an IBSD attack? 
So I automatically assumed it was the potato, but I was like, honestly, I don't think the potato was bad, but then I remembered. <laughs> potato number one? Potato number one. <laughs> that bitch. I was dumb enough. And usually I would, no, usually dead ass, I would be like, I can't use this same plate. Yeah, you can have some. I can't use this same plate because I had a tainted potato on it. But I'm, I'm literally trying to, like, get better with my fear and to stop psyching myself out about stupid things like that. Um, so I was like, no, we're going to make potato number two on potato number one's plate. And I'm going to prove to myself that I'm going to be fine. Oh, my God. You did that to, like, prove a point? Yeah. And then I got fucking oh sick. Oh, my God. And then I got sick. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> This is going to be TMI, so just, like, hang with me or don't, like, click ahead a few seconds. But, um, no, yeah, I went to the bathroom one time. IBSD? Here's the thing. It, it felt like an IBSD attack, but I never actually really had diarrhea. It was, like, I went to the bathroom the first time, and it was a lot. But, like, it wasn't diarrhea. It was, like, it's like, kind of snaky, you know? Snaky poop. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I was like, oh, I still feel really nauseous and not good. Like, and then I started getting like really crampy and like whatever. And I was like, I'm definitely gonna have to go to the bathroom again. And then I basically had to like run to the bathroom. And again, it wasn't diarrhea, but it was like still kind of sneaky and like flaky. But the most alarming part was the second time I went to the bathroom, which was, was only like maybe 10 minutes after the first time I went, was it was like alarmingly green like neon green like but neon neon like no like dark neon like a dark like like kind of like grass but like very bright it was alarming and like <laughs> i literally like i was like i literally haven't eaten anything that would have done that like you know what i mean like like usually, a shamrock shake right? yeah or like last time like i don't know if i talked about this at all but like i had a rainbow bagel a few weeks ago and like mm. my my poop was radioactive blue and like i had a panic attack over it but then i was like oh i had a fucking rainbow bagel you know what yeah. i mean um this time i didn't have anything that would have triggered my poop to no literally green be food like green, green food color the only thing i could think of was i had asparagus the night before but that doesn't no i've never had that before. no also i didn't have enough asparagus to make it but I was like, that fucking potato. <laughs> so then I'm Googling, does, can potatoes give you food poisoning? And it's like, yeah, it could be, um, not E. coli, salmonella. Salmonella? On potatoes? Yeah. Yep. Or the other, the other one with potatoes, it's uh, something poisoning. When the potato turns green. I forget what it's called. It's a type of poisoning. And then I'm Googling, does salmonella or that poisoning give you green poop? And it was like, it could. And I was like, <laughs> I'm texting my mom. Me and Jay are in a fight, so I'm not even texting him while he's out. I'm texting my mom like, can potatoes give me green poop? And she's like, I don't know. Like, and she's like, you're fine. Like, you, you shut up. You're fine. <laughs> I had a meltdown. I had a, an extreme, like, meltdown because I felt so... That was the last time I went to the bathroom. What? That night. Okay. I was um, like, that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, that'd be bad. Um, but I still felt really nauseous to the point I literally, like, left my bathroom door open with the lights on, toilet seat up, like, putting my hair up in a high bun in case I was, like, going to throw up. And thankfully, once I calmed myself down, 
it like went away. I still didn't feel well like the rest of the night and the next day. Mm -hmm. But clearly, like if it had been food poisoning, it would have been like actually yeah, violently for, ill. Yeah, for longer. Um, but no, yeah, I still won't eat those potatoes. Oh yeah, I gotta eat one. Yeah, I keep telling Jay now he has to eat one and see if it, it gives him green poops. Mm -hmm. The asparagus didn't, so. No, I just had asparagus I had a again. Lot of asparagus. I, I uh, just makes your pee nasty. Yeah. But anyway. Instantly too, you know. Oh, your pee. Oh yeah, five minutes later. Oh yeah, no, it's fucking <laughs> it's vile. So quick. It's so bad. Asparagus is like just a nasty motherfucker. <laughs> um. But yeah. And that's how I feel about most of my food now. Like, honestly, like, I have actually been keeping a food diary. And shout out to Erin Judge for sending me this, like, really cute little food diary. But um, I've been trying to keep track of my diet anyway just to see if there's any new patterns in, like, why I've been not feeling well or whatever. But also, like, I, like, learned, like, if you're going to get food poisoning, it usually happens between, like, it within the first six to like 12 hours of you eating it. So I will literally track when I had food and like be like make a mental note. Okay, I ate this at 2.30. So if I make it to 8.30, I'm good. With like every meal I have now. Like it's bad. So I'm sitting here, right? We got takeout tonight. You do put the time. Well, yeah, you're supposed to. It's a, You're supposed to track the time to see when you have a tax and what it could have been mm. correlated with. Okay. Um, but, like, tonight we got takeout, and we got takeout from, like, this rotisserie chicken place. And I don't know. Like, shout out to chefs. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, you said your, your <laughs> stuff was, like, good to go. My chicken yeah. was a little, like, it, it was just, like, kind of gross. But now I'm like, oh, shout I probably <laughs> sponsor me. Your chicken sucks. <laughs> but I was like, like now I'm sitting here. I'm like, well, what if that gives me food poisoning? I'm like, if a fucking yeah. rotisserie chicken place gives me food poisoning from chicken, I will end it all. It will but. burn that place down the ground. No, I won't. For legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> But, like, that's how, that's how, every time Well, now, but every time you eat chicken, you have to question it. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Whether you and cook like, it. You know what? Do you question your, no, you do sometimes question your mom, right? My mom, oh my god, I wish I could call her right now. There have been times she's cooked me chicken, and I've, like, we've gotten in a screaming match because <laughs> I didn't think it was cooked long enough, but she swears it was cooked enough and i'm like i see pink and she's like you're absolutely fucking crazy and then she'll throw it back on the stove and then she'll oh. be all mad at me and then she'll like throw it on my plate and be like is it good enough and i'm like mm. <laughs> <laughs> so but anytime i have chicken i, I literally have to like mm. cut it and like hold it up to a bright ass light and like inspect it and be like, it's is this white you, enough for me? That's the only way you can really tell, though. You can't, like, sometimes chicken can be deceiving if you're not, uh, if you don't yeah. have enough light. Yeah, you exactly. Do need, you do need a lot of light. Uh, and, like, sometimes. I'm not validating you. Like. But <laughs> we're on the same page. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to inspect it, do it with light. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
I'm just like terrified. Chicken is just like, and that's, but the problem is chicken's my favorite, like, yeah. like my most eaten meat in my diet. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite. I actually really like pork. I don't we eat it. Eat I don't pork, eat though. it a lot though. Yeah. But then it's chicken. Chicken's a safe food with me. It's like chicken usually always sits well and like whatever. So, but yeah, I know it's it's terrifying. I feel like I'm getting more comfortable with making chicken, but I used to just avoid it at all costs and be mm -hmm. like, I would wait for you to make chicken. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's a popular thing. Waiting for someone else to do it? Yeah. And I don't know. Stuff like that. Because like I said, some people don't want other people making their chicken. Yeah. But like, I feel like I never trust restaurants to make my chicken good. And like sometimes like, I love getting a chicken salad from Wendy's, but then like I put like, um, they give you like this pomegranate or something dressing and it's like a purpley red color. So then I'll, I'll drizzle it all on and if I don't look at the chicken beforehand, the chicken starts to like get that like light pink red color from the dressing and I'm like, is that from the dressing or is my chicken not cooked? Mm -hmm. And then I'll eat it because I'm like, oh, it's fine, just eat it. And then the whole night, that's all I'm thinking about. And I've never seen you question Wendy's, which is crazy. You would think you, well, you know, I don't know if they, they probably get it pretty cooked. I don't know. I'm sure, I mean, it's probably fake ass chicken anyway. I mean, it has to be real chicken, but yeah. But honestly, that chicken's probably like already cooked chicken that they then put in a toaster oven and then like. Yeah, it's probably pre cooked. They probably like spray with pesticides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what can you spray chicken with to get rid of the salmonella, but also not kill yourself? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but it's not even just me. Like, I, I do get that way with like, like I get afraid of fruits and produce. Like with E. coli, when there's an E. coli breakout. Ugh. Oh my God, we can't have romaine. Yeah, I'm still triggered by Oh, yeah, I still can't have romaine. There was, her. like, a romaine out, E. coli breakout. Everybody like, has to know, right? Like, two years ago, just to remind you if you don't know, because I, I have some, like, UK listeners who, like, don't know. I'm sure they that. like romaine. But um, it was, like, Thanksgiving two years ago, and there was, like, an E. coli breakout with romaine lettuce, and I had, like, eaten romaine lettuce, like, two days before that, and they were, like, it could have been up to, like, seven days ago, and I was, like, oh, my God. And my mom was like, no, yeah, it came from the place that the E. coli breakout was from. I don't know why she told me that. That was stupid. Um, but then that's all I thought about. And, like, Jay and I, like, got in a fight about it. Because he was like, you don't have E. coli. I will eat, like, 50 pounds of romaine lettuce that came from the farm with E. coli. And I still won't get E. coli. Like, I, I was like, you're a dumbass. Based off statistics. Yeah, but yeah, even like even fresh produce, you can't even trust. And like, anytime I want to eat something that I've had in my fridge longer than like five days, I'm like, this is good. There was fruit we bought recently that I cut open and I started eating it because I was like, this doesn't look right to me, oh. but I'm gonna eat it anyway because Jay will freak if I don't eat it. Noodle's gonna knock that light off and I'm yeah. going to lose my mind. Noodle, noodle. Sorry, our cat is like about to break our second light after he just broke our ring light and I won't have it. Thank you. But anyway, yeah, we, we bought fruit recently 
that I cut into, it didn't look great. I was like, I'm gonna eat it anyway or Jay's gonna kick my ass. And then I started eating it and I was like, does this look right to you? And you were like, that doesn't look right. He's like, I can't believe you ate that. <laughs> <laughs> and I freaked out. Yeah, that was funny. That was really funny. I think it was like pears or something. It might have been. I can't remember. I, the inside just looked old and like... Yeah, it was bad. Like, I was like... Even Jay... I eat a lot of shit. Like, I don't even like, you know... Jay's the king of eating like expired shit or Yeah, like I'll, eat, I'll eat expired stuff. But like, I inspect it and I like make sure it's... <laughs> well, I thought you were going to like roast me if I didn't eat it. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll just shut up and eat yeah, it. And so I ate just... like a few like slices or whatever of it and then i was like this is oh it was plums right no i don't think it yeah was it was it was plums no i would have remembered it was plums no it was, it was plums. plums it was a plum i swear on my life it was a plum no, it was definitely not a plum i haven't had plums for like well then it was like something time. like a plum what's like nectarine it was a nectarine or, Wait a minute, or a peach uh it was a peach right yeah, now it was a peach or nectarine totally right oh this cat anyway um, doesn't matter. That's what happened. And then the whole night I was Googling if bad peaches could make you sick. I was texting my mom because for some reason I just think everything my mom says is 100% correct. And I have like immunity if she says I won't get sick. Um, I didn't get sick, but it was still really scary. Especially since Jay was like, I can't believe you actually ate that. <laughs> but also... No, yeah, it was an extra Remember, she's like... When you put them in the fr in the fridge, or yeah, fridge we or we like found cold. out it was because like the nectarines had been too cold while they were delivered to the grocery store before they were ripe enough, and then like the inside can kind of like get what like frostbite almost or something, and I like start decaying exactly, or something. Anyway, it it was basically like you probably won't get sick. It's just like gross. Um, so yeah, I didn't get sick, but Jay really likes to play this fun game when I eat something that <laughs> I think might kill me, and then I, like, literally... I just tell you the truth. If I don't know, then I don't I know. I literally tell him, like, like, I literally ask him, like, can you please tell me I won't get sick? I don't start off that way. I'm like, oh my god, I might get sick, and you're like, no, you won't, and then I'm like, do you think I'm gonna get sick? And you're like, no, and then I keep going because I'm literally having a panic attack, and I need reassurance every... 0.5 seconds and then he gets sick of it and then at some point he'll be like you know what you might get sick <laughs> you might well, i don't know looked kind of weird i mean sometimes might i get sick sometimes you ask me a lot and at some point i start to be like you know what like you're kind of right like i'm not 100 percent confident yeah but i need you to stand there and be like no, you're not gonna get sick. Shut the fuck up. And I need you to say those words to me. Yeah, but like, if over I'm, I can't and lie over to you and about over it. and over again. Yeah, but then you know what happens? You know what happens? It gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> I start panicking more. I end up calling my mom and throwing Jay under the bus. Yeah, I get thrown under the bus. Every and time. telling her Jay told 100%. me I'm gonna get sick. And then she's like, "You're not gonna get sick. Tell Jay to stop it." Yeah. <laughs> and then I end up googling it for 8 hours and then once I hit my 6 hour mark and I haven't gotten sick I'm like okay she'll usually find something when she googles it yeah 
Thank you, all the people. (laughs) The Google gods. That post online. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. But yeah. Well, let's go to bed and let me tell you about my tummy ache and we'll (laughs) let these guys go. Thank you all for being here. I hope you're still here. No one's here at this point. Everyone's triggered. I'm sorry. But we'll be back at some point. And we won't talk about emetophobia again. Unless we you guys might. I mean, it would appear. From a okay. traumatic Maybe experience. I don't know. The, I think that chicken poisoned me. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. And do you have anything to say? No. Um, feel better, guys, if you have a bit of hope. Uh-huh. That's kind of nice. Okay. Love you all. Have a great day. And we'll see you in the next podcast. Bye, guys. Bye.